Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I am very, very excited to bring you guys a very special guest who has experience, who is a medical device sales rep pro, and I'll say that because I love it. Uh, but today we have the opportunity to have Leah Ratz on our program. Leah is an orthopedic medical device sales rep who has been in MedDevice for the last five years. She is a medical sales college graduate, and she also, being an ortho rep, is able to hire associates. And so we're going to dig into what she looks for with the associates that she's hiring. So, Leah, welcome to Thanks. the show. Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, so excited to have you. And the guys, everything I love about Leah is like, she's as real as they come. That's why I wanted to have her on the podcast. Because, you know, just like you guys know, if you listen to me, I don't sugarcoat it. Uh, I'm not here to make everybody's feelings feel great. It's to get you guys hired. And so I appreciate when I talk with Leah. Again, she is very nice, but she will keep it as real as we can. No filter here. <laughs> I love it. So Leah, can you just tell uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, kind of what what you do and then how you kind of got started in medical device sales? Yeah, of course. So right now I am um, an ortho, recon, and trauma rep. I do a lot of trauma um, joints. I have oncology lines, but I work for a distributorship right now that pretty much has all ortho except sports med. Um, so my my life is, if I even have one right now, is sneaking in between cases and trying to like have some friend like time with my friends or um, I'm in the OR or out selling, hitting the pavement. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like, I'm like, when it comes down to like my, that, at least that's my lifestyle. There's like, everyone says that this is not a career, it's a lifestyle and they couldn't be more like real. And I didn't really realize that when I was getting into it, everyone said that, but now that I'm living it for the past five years, it re- pretty much takes over uh, my life. So there's no downtime or any time to put your phone down and not think about work. Um, <laughs> but now that I've been doing it for five years, I was able to hire a new associate recently. Um, hopefully free me up a little bit to go get more business and then hopefully hire another associate. Um, but that's pretty much where I am right now is just trying to build my business and get as much business going so that I can not only give myself a little bit more of a life, but also help others and new associates that are coming in to also build their business and do the same thing that I'm doing. I love that. I love that. And what made you like, cause you went to medical sales college, right? And so mm-hmm. what made you like interested in medical device sales? What were you doing before medical device sales? And then why medical sales college? Yeah. So I worked for a physical therapy clinic for five, six years. I was, I wanted to be a like, go to grad school for physical therapy. And I always thought that's what I wanted to do. And Everyone in the clinic was like, Leah, that's not, it's not your personality to stay in this, the same place every single day. You're going to get bored. This is not for you. And you're just not respected in the medical field when it comes to pay and you want big things. So um, a little, a guy was coming in selling the TENS units to the physical therapist and they're like, go talk to him, like, go figure it out. And um, I, I talked to him a little bit and then ran into someone at a bar actually that went to the medical sales college and told me what he did. And I thought it was amazing. And I didn't know any other way I've tried was putting in applications everywhere. And my final resort was to go to the medical sales college just to get my name out there. And that's pretty much what the medical sales college did. So I, I paid for them to get my resume out. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, no. And well, first off, I want to say, I think it's cool that your work, you know, pushed you and like you had people that were pushing you to like do yeah. something else, you know, because a lot of times I talk to a lot of physical therapists, occupational therapists, those kind of people. And it's like, you know, most people want to stay in that bubble um, and yeah. be there. So I think it's cool that they push it out, but no, a hundred percent. And I think it's great that you were able to go to medical sales college. And, and like we've talked about offline, you know, medical sales college is great with, it's like, it, it, it is a networking thing, right? You know, I, yeah. I've talked to a lot of people in medical device sales college um, where they're just hoping, you know, you're kind of hoping your professor or the people you know, know the right people. Um, Cause that's exactly. been a lot of the people I've talked to who have broken in was like, yeah. like the course was okay, but it was my professor knew somebody. But it's, it's that to an extent. So I, I'm not saying anything bad or anything good about medical sales college. This job is not for anybody. Like I, I've traveled the world. I know people from, I'm from the East coast. I'm living on the West coast. I know a lot of people. And I honestly can't think of maybe one, I can maybe think of one person that I'd be like, oh, they'd be really good for this job. I honestly can't think of many people. So the one thing about the medical sales college, yes, it, it networked for me. It got my name out there. I was able to learn basic knowledge on what my, I was getting into. Um, even when I went to medical sales college, I didn't really even understand the job. I went just thinking like, this is what I want to do. And I honestly, I didn't even understand it then um, until after I went through. So medical sales college gave me the knowledge to know what I was getting into to a certain extent, but that's not like, you're not going to go far, even with medical sales college, if you're not the right person. Yep. And, and it really, this job takes a special person and a special personality and a special mindset it's not a get rich quick scheme. And a lot of people that reach out to me, they just have like these high expectations. Like I want to make a certain amount of money and that's what it's going to come down to. Like, this is how it's going to start. And, and that's, what's going to happen. And you're not going to get that unless you're willing to grind it out. Like nothing comes free. And if you get an opportunity in this industry, you better know that you're going to grind it out. And if, I don't know when it comes down to, how I got into it. I really think it just comes down to my personality and how hard I was willing to prove to my, my employer and my distributor now that I have already, I have a proven track record of, of busting out the the guns when it comes to working hard and, and doing all that. So there's no, yeah, I don't think there's really like a, a exact recipe on getting a job. If you act a certain way, I think it really comes down to your personality and how, how you're able to hold yourself. And that's, I don't know. I couldn't agree more with you. Cause that's, I actually just had a talk with a person yesterday. He's uh he's interviewing for several jobs. It's going really well for him, but he's, his comment was like, I don't care what it takes. I don't care if I have to eat shit for, you know, a couple of years, I'm going to do whatever mm-hmm. it takes to be successful. And I'm like, and that's why you're getting these interviews. And that's why you're, you're getting these opportunities possibly. But it's saying it, but also really like, like Living owning it. up to it because everyone says that everyone yep. says I could work hard. And I really like, I grew up on a very plastic spoon that was washing and rewashing a dishwasher a million times. Like I grew up very humble, but yeah. let's say that. And I've worked for everything that I have. My first car, I worked full-time in college as a bio major. Like I, I, I've literally thought that I was like the most mature person. This job has made me a completely different person like in one year I was like a whole new like 
brand new Leah. And I thought I was mature then. Now I'm like, okay, now I'm like, I feel like I'm 80 years old now. But um, this job, like I said, you could say all you want that you're mature and that you're hardworking. But until you actually put in the time to be successful in this industry, it's, I don't know, you have to prove it. And I love that. You're a hundred percent. Hard to prove it. So no, it is. I 100% agree because, you know, I say this all the time. Talk is cheap. No matter what we do in life, talk is always exactly. cheap. But I actually, you know, I've had a talk with one person. He actually got in trauma, right? And he called me three months in and he wanted to quit and he was going to quit. And he's like, what do you think? And he was expecting me to be like, oh, no, it sounds like you got a tough life, right? And I told him, you need to tell the people who hired you, you lied to them. And he was like, what? And yes. I was like, I was like, you lied to their face. I, and I, cause I said this, I was like, I know they sat there and told you you're going to work a 12 hour day and then you're going to work another 12 hour day and another 16 hour day. And you sat there with a big smile on your face and you said, can't wait. And now you've done it for three, four months. And now you're like, it's too much. And you don't yeah, want to do it. A lot of people don't want to trust the process. And that's what I keep telling my newest associate. Now I'm like, you have to just grind the pavement and like, you don't realize that like it sounds good it sounds like hard work and most people are like oh grinding the pavement is eight hours of work then I stayed an extra hour or two no like I literally was working almost 90 hour weeks when I first started 90 I was working every day like 16 sometimes 20 hour days and I would get out of the OR at 2 a.m and have to be back at six I would sleep in my car in the parking lot yeah and I'd show up in this same same person as the day before and I couldn't you know and the sad thing is I couldn't even like complain to any of my colleagues because they were doing it with me my boss was right there next to me and it humbled me seeing my boss at least my boss was always working just as hard if not harder than I was yep so it gave me a little bit of like oh I have no room to complain and if I want to be where he is I need to keep going and a lot of people don't realize that and that separates people getting into this industry and <laughs> and who don't and who doesn't <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and I love that and the, the one thing I did just want to touch on because again I came from an exercise science background you came yeah. from like a physical therapy background again with the medical sales college I, I always just touch on this to everybody right like if you have the background in the anatomy and the sciences and then you're willing to be hungry and go network and do that I me personally I feel like there's ways around it to break in I would just love to hear your Easily. So one of my colleagues, actually, I have a a colleague that has an associate's degree with a scrub tech. I have another colleague that um, he has his GED. My boss has a high school diploma. Uh, No, that's not true. My boss went and got his associates as a scrub tech, too. But moral of the story is like, okay, so you can go W2, you can go 1099, and we'll touch on that a little bit later. But um, it really doesn't matter what your education is some of these larger companies that you're going to look for, they will require a four-year degree, but there are ways around that. And once you break in with any company and you get the experience, it's you're in, like you just need to get in. Yep. I'm all about loyalty and staying with a company. And I don't believe in the whole, you stay with a company for a year and, and jump and move. Like I'm loyal to my boss. He got me into here and, and, I have his back. He has, I know he has my back and I'm with, he's stuck with me, you know, but when it comes down to the knowledge and ways around it, I personally don't think medical sales college is for everyone. Um, If you are hardworking and you're ready to network and get on LinkedIn and start hitting up every single hiring manager there is. And, you know, they will give 
if you you just have to start landing interviews and it's it's not even about who i don't even think it's about who you know either yes it helps i personally just don't believe it i I really just think like at least when i was hiring and if i'm jumping too far ahead let me know but at least when i was hiring i wasn't looking for you know that's not true I, I did look for a bachelor's degree. I almost hired someone that didn't have a bachelor's degree because they showed me other ways of of how hard they were working. I look at a bachelor's degree as, at least for me, when I was going through school that four years, the reason why, I don't know, maybe other people look for a bachelor's degree is for me, like, I was so poor and I worked full time and getting a bachelor's degree. So going to college and managing my own life struggles that just come, it was the best piece of paper I ever gotten because yep. I knew how hard I worked for it and to see other people like have a degree too. Some people got a degree easily because they didn't have to worry about anything besides partying and going to class the next day, yep. you know, but you know, some kind of story and what things that you've overcome is something that you really want to highlight with getting into this job because, um, you know, like I said, I'm like all over the place. I'm so sorry. I'm no, just you, like, no, you're good. And I, I love it because you're, you're talking about the real truth. And like, this is the thing, right? It like what you're pointing on is it, it's grit. It's how do you tell your story? And like you said, the reason I, I just want to touch on it, because this is the problem I've talked to people from medical sales college. And what I want to state is medical sales college never says this. It's just what the people who pay the money think in their own head. And they, they talk to their classmates is they think they're going to pay money and then come out with this certificate that literally means nothing. And then they're like, I, the people call me and they're like, yeah, my classmates ask, how many people do you think are going to hire us? How many jobs are going to come and offer us now that we went to this thing? And what you're saying is it's never that. No matter where you're from or where you're from, you have to work hard. You have to grind. And same thing what you're yeah. saying with the whole college thing. Same thing. I worked two jobs plus was a student assistant coach to put myself through college So yeah. because I just didn't have any money. And so that's what we had to do. But there's people like you said, there's people I know partying all the time, mommy and dad pay for everything. And now they don't want to even go out into the real world. So then they want to go back to medical sales. Yeah. Those are the people that are expecting six figures coming out of the sales college. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. My mentor in all of this that has kind of kept me sane with what I'm going, what I'm doing is she's an instructor at the sales college. Yeah. If it wasn't for her, stories and and her talking about grit at the sales college like I don't know if I would have made it Mm -hmm. for how hard this job was I literally spent many days and still do crying in my car like now I cry about different problems but I'm still crying in my car and I know all my colleagues still do that some days after work or after a hard case and if it wasn't for her I don't know if I would have persevered I would have been like oh this is this is my like my 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 boss or my distributorship doing this, they're just not taking care. And in reality, it's literally just the job. Yep. And and as long as you have that one person that is willing to, I don't know, talk you down from a cliff kind of in a way. Yeah. Like, and and it, that is a good part of having, I don't know, I'm, I'm happy I went to the medical sales college because I have that network, but the majority of the people in my class didn't get hired is it the medical sales college fault they didn't get hired? No. Yep. They told them what they had to do. Yep. They told them what what the job was about. But it just takes, it's those people that, you know, they think because they paid all this money, they, they're just going to get a job. And it just doesn't work that way. Yep. So whether you have the medical sales college background, yes, it does help. I learned things from them, I, like from my instructors and the basic knowledge of what I was getting myself into. 
I honestly didn't really know what I was getting myself into before it, but it helped to that point. Would I, I don't know, like go through it again. Now what I know. And well, can, can, I, can I ask this Yeah. with, with knowing how LinkedIn is and if you just reached out to reps and being able to get on phone calls, do you feel like you could learn talking to actual reps similar yeah. to what your professors were telling you? Easily. Yes. So yes, you don't need it that like, you, you, yeah, you can easily do that. But if you do that, be respectful of their time because I've, I've had so many people reach out to me and I'll give them an hour of my time tell, telling them about the job and like what it takes. And then they don't even say thank you. Yeah. They, they, they completely ghost me. Or they just start blowing up my phone every two seconds. And I'm like, I don't have time for that either. Trust me. I, so I say it on here all the time. I'm like, I can tell within 30 seconds if you're serious or not. If you're not, if you do, if you ask what company I work for, you didn't even check out my LinkedIn for 30 exactly. seconds or anything. I jump off the call. And then like, like I've told people, I actually had to get it because everybody is thinking about themselves. People hit me up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights when that's like my time to be with my friends or my family or just have me time. And then they're expecting, if I don't respond right away, they're sending me two or three texts. And I'm like, I will never text you ever again because you're just being selfish and only thinking about yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So So. no, I appreciate that you going in on detail because that's something, again, I always tell people it's medical sales college is going to be a a decision on your own, right? Like there's never a right or wrong uh, answer and and the only right answer is the one you decide and the, that that's the thing for everybody yeah, yeah like i said it just comes down to the person yep like how hard do you want it and how much do you want it and when you do get that job i don't know like people say like oh you should ask from I, I i don't know in my hiring process i had someone say like oh that's not enough money to live in los angeles and i'm like i started at that much and i lived yeah. and i didn't live comfortably yeah but I said to them, like, okay, so why do you think, like, I should give you more? And their their explanation was, well, just the cost, like, they didn't really have anything to come off of. I've so, heard, I've heard, I just heard a girl said this to me. They wanted to offer me not a lot of money, and I have a college degree. And I and I said to this, to the girl on the phone, your college degree means nothing. Nothing. Because you haven't proved anything. It, it, it means that you can cheat on an online exam and not even have yeah. to show up to class. We've had reps and what we, what I have come to realize is yes, nobody can take your education away from you, but education is not, I don't know, like you have to have common sense too. You can be street smart, but <laughs> this job takes a lot of common sense. And I didn't think I had it before I got the job, but I realize I'm still here. But <laughs> you really need a lot of street smarts too. And your education, yeah, your bachelor's degree will only go a certain distance, but that doesn't mean that like you're hireable because of your bachelor's degree. No, hundred percent. Like I said, like my distributor who is the top of the game and like the OG of Los Angeles when it comes to like everyone knows his name, everyone knows him. He is a I guess he has an yeah, he has an associates now. But like education's not everything. And honestly, some of our worst reps have had bachelor's degrees. So yep. that's why I was looking at someone so what I said to the girl, I said, all right, well, what do you have to offer me? Give me an explanation, like, give me reasoning, some backup. So if you guys ever do go and say, look, I want, I'm asking for more money, come prepared, yeah. come with reasons why, okay, my rent is going to cause this and it's going to cause this. And it's just not, not going to work. You know what I mean? You don't have any opportunity for growth afterwards. I said to her, I'm like, well, do you have a bachelor's degree? She's like, no. I was like, okay, well, do you have any experience in the industry? 
no. I was like, then why do I need to pay my hard-earned money? Because I'm an independent contractor. I'm paying her salary with my business. I said, why do you think you deserve my money that I've worked super hard for? And she didn't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah there's no answer. <laughs> no. There's no answer. So I'm like, not, but I'm not going to sit here and like rip you off, but I'm also investing in you. And, you know, I have my own situ- personal situations that, you know, there are ways of making more money and blah, 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 and just trusting the process, but nothing's, I feel like when you're getting into this industry, don't come entitled and thinking that like you just don't earn the world. You're, you're 24 years old and it's your first job out of college. And like, but I have a college degree and people expect the world. And it's, it's not like that. It's the thing I just say to everybody, even to me now, like the reason I've had success is I don't believe I deserve anything. Cause even, even like if I've had success today, I can get, like I say this all the time, I can get fired tomorrow. And then I'm back to square one. And guess what? I don't deserve anything. It, it's life. It is what it is. And guess what? I'm going to have to pick it back up and go from there. And that exactly what you said. I, t- I say this to people all the time. There's too many people who are entitled. They want to do the least amount of work for the most amount of money. And they think yeah. they should expect it. And let me just tell you, when you expect stuff, that's how you get disappointed. And B, you're going to find out if you go to the OR, if you're someone who's brand new and you think you're entitled to stuff, you will be humbled very quickly, not by only the staff, but by doctors and other people. Everyone will humble you. And even the one thing I want to touch on is like someone asking for more money, like you're saying, especially with what you do, we talk about it, right? Like I just had somebody, the person I just mentioned, right? We're in it for three months and then they turned over. Well, if you're paying somebody hard-earned money, you don't know if they're going to stay around or not. You're, it's, it's a risk for you. Exactly. And then if they don't, you're just out all that money and the time and the training. And then you have to start the process all over again to go find somebody else. Just off of that, whoever's getting into this industry, just know that this industry is small. So like we know, like especially ortho, like I, I know the reps on the East Coast and the West Coast. We all talk. I see them at the sales meetings. If we need something, we it's a very small knit community. It's huge. It's the whole country, but it's really not as big as you'd think. And we all talk and it's not good to be, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jacob, you'll have a different opinion on it. At least in, in my world, it's people do jump around, but I don't know. Like nobody likes to jumper either. <laughs> no, and, and, and they do. And, and this is what I talk again. It's just like, it's how you carry yourself and it's never burning a bridge. Right. Yeah, like, because like you said, it is the smallest world. And, and you again, people always say this, right? If they hire you, you could be hiring them in the future, no matter what it is. We don't know how the world plays out. But again, it's like people want to be with people they like and work hard and, and are going to be good teammates and whatever it is. And even if it's not that they're getting you a job, they just want to like I still I message so many people that I reached out to because they just want to stay in contact. And then we can also talk about yeah. different scenarios and, and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So no, yeah. I appreciate that.